Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Friday. We have made it through the week. Can you believe we made it to Friday? So thank you, God. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome day on yesterday. And before we get started with our fast and wrong thinking, let's read this day. I greet this day with God love in my heart. It is the greatest secret to success no matter what life brings. It calms every storm when the enemy persecutes my soul, love comforts it. When I face darkness, love brings light. When my heart is overwhelmed, love will inspire and encourage it. When my heart is distressed, love will remind me of God's goodness over the years. When I feel discouraged, love will lift my hand to the Lord, fill my mouth with itself. I'll worship Him this day with love in my heart. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. When it feels like heaven is silent, love will remind me that God knows what I'm going through. He has a plan, and He will provide for my every need. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will lead me. Love will direct me. Love will, will inspire me. Love will heal me. Love will fill me. Love will revive me. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. Love will deliver me from my enemies. It will take me in time to storm. Because of God's love today, all those who seek to hurt me will be stopped. But love makes my ship a favor. I will love all who I come in contact with today. I will love the weak and make them strong. I will love the inspired and be inspired by them. I will love the empty and they will be filled. I will love the filled and they will overflow. I will love the broken and they will be healed. I greet this day with God's love in my heart. It will quench all the thoughts of the wicked one. I confront everyone I face with love. It will shine through my eyes, bring a smile to my face, and bring waves of peace to my voice. It lower people's defense and empower them to experience by presence. I greet this day with God love in my heart because he loved me. I love myself. I will love others. And I love life no matter what I face. From this moment forward, fear and hate leave my body and mind. Fear and hate leave my home in Jesus' name. So today we have greeted this day. And let's get started with our fast from wrong thinking. And today we're at day um, 28 in the States. This is some scary times to be living in. So how many of y'all feel like it's some scary times to be living in? If you look at the news, or if you watch the news, um, you see there's nothing but evil. It's depression. People dealing with mental health is on the rise. People are just killing people left and right. We got this um, COVID. We got the it's monkey pops. We got so much stuff going on. So everybody feel like it's no you scared. You scared to go outside. You scared to go here. But that's why today is talking about this is some scary time to be living in. But we're going to change that way of thinking. Even though all this stuff is going on around us with, the, with so much news going on, so much evil going on in the world, disasters, rumors of war, disease and depression, all this stuff, we're going to change that way of thinking today. Today we're fasting from the thought to say this is scary times to be living in. When you look around all the news and evil in the world, whether it's natural disaster, terror, rumors of war, disease, depression, etc. list goes on and on and on. It can be pretty scary. There is much fear in this world, but it does not have to control you or your loved ones. Even though all this stuff is going on in the world, it does not have to control you or your loved ones. So let's change that way of thinking today. Know your authority. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, Behold, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. The devil doesn't push us around. We push him around. When we, Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. 
and Mark 18, 18, you are never afraid of what you have a thought of. Never, you are never afraid of what you have a thought of. So we don't let the enemy push us around. You know how the enemy like to play us like a little puppet, have us over here worrying, stressing, and not feeling ourselves and not doing X, Y, Z. He got us all over the place. We don't, the enemy should have us all over the place. We need to have him all over the place. He's the one, he the one should be running from us, not us running from him. So that means we have the authority over the enemy. Number two, receive peace as a gift. Gift. Simply accept it today. Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as this world give. In John 14, 27, we receive peace, not as something dependent on a circumstance circumstance it is a gift therefore we do not have to be afraid god give us peace it's nothing like having peace of god not like this world this world peace is only temporary it only give us peace for temporary at that moment at that time and then we go back to how we were but when god give us peace it's peace where we just don't have to worry about this and that we 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 just know that god will take care of it so we have to understand don't God give us peace. When God give us peace, it's nothing like having peace of mind. Everything's just so, you just so relaxed. You just like, it's whatever. But when this world gives you peace, it's not, they only give you peace. Say for, okay, say for instance, God give you peace. But then when this world give you peace, say you like a, maybe like a drink or something or whatever. Say you say, okay, I'm, I'm stressed out today. But instead of you going to God, you go to the you know, to the world, maybe like, okay, I'm gonna drink. Yeah, yeah you, you can't drink your problem because once you get sober, once you get back to who you are, that problem still that it means that it only gave you peace temporarily. That is the world peace. But when God gives you peace, it's like, okay, God, you said you're gonna take care of it, I ain't gonna worry about you going about your business. And that, yes, that thought does come back and be like, oh, is he gonna do it? But he be like, no, he said he's gonna take care of it while I'm sending up his word. It's just that's, that's God peace. Number three, uh, remember that. Remember what you have and what and what you have not. Remember what you have and what you have not. And Second Timothy one seven say, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Remember that. Remember what you have and what you have not. God, God did not give us a spirit of fear. He did not give us a spirit of fear. So whenever you feel like the fear comes up or you feel start feeling anxious, that's not from God. This is coming from the enemy. But God gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind when you can, yes, the enemy does play with our mind. But the sound mind is where you can just be like, okay, God, everything, no matter what's going on with you, you in the midst of God's presence. You are in the midst of God's peace. You give, he give us power. He give us love and give us sound mind. Well, we can learn how to control our way of thinking. So number four, take your daily prescription as your prescription. Take a dose of Psalms 91.10, which declare no evil or harm shall befall me, nor shall any cry or disaster come out of my tent. So take your daily prescription as your new prescription. Take a dose of Psalms 91. If y'all have not read Psalms, Psalms 91 entirely, it is that is my favorite chapter that is my that is my go-to when i feel like when i get ready to bless my house or whatever i just say psalm 91 in this house and i know that there's nothing no harm no danger no nothing gonna come near 
me or my kids, nor my tent. No disaster, no ply, no nothing could come near my tent. Number five, meditate on good news from Job. In Job 5:19, he will deliver you six times. He will deliver you from six trouble and seven no evil should touch you. He will deliver you from six six times and seven no evil should touch you. Me like meditate on the good news. Job was out there. He was in the well. He was out there with his kids. Did this and that. His wife said, "If I was y'all, just curse God and die." All this stuff. Job said, "I ain't y'all. I'ma think I'm a fool." I ain't finna do that. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do, but I'm, I ain't finna do that. I'm not finna curse. No, I'm not gonna do none of that. So we need to meditate on the good news from Job. He was delivered. He he would deliver you from six troubles and seven. No evil should touch you. Meaning like nothing can touch you. Even though all this stuff going on, I'm gonna tell you, um, my daughter had got COVID. And um, you just know me and her brother. So everybody was like, well, told you know your dad got you have to the whole family had to quarantine. You can't be around her. You can't do none of that. So I said to God, I don't. How how are we gonna met, how are we gonna quarantine from her? <laughs> how are we gonna do this? You know they said don't. You know she can't have uh she can't be around anybody. She can't. No, you can't use the same utensils. How are we gonna do all that, God? We in this house. How are we gonna do all that? So I was like, okay. I was kind of scared because I didn't want us to get it because even though she had, you know, we can pass, boom, boom, you know, whatever, whatever. No, none of us got it. She's the only one that had COVID. The only one, the one that is germophobic is the one that got COVID. And um, even though we stayed in this house together, even though we were surrounded by her, we was in the same room. I did do what I was supposed to like, clone rocks the house, bleach the house, do whatever, else, whatever. But then I was like, you know what? God got us. God gonna make sure we don't catch it. Boom. And he did. So, that's good news. Even though it was like severe. It wasn't severe for her. But it was just the point of where, you know, we could have caught it. But God said, no. I'm not gonna let that happen. So, number six. Love conquers all. We give away power to live. We give away our power to live in victory health and success when we allow others to determine how we respond we have the power to forgive we have the power to recover we have the power to overcome anything when we blame others we give away that power to them that is so true when we start to blame others oh it's because of them it's because no it's not because of them you have the power to overcome you have the power to forgive and you have the power to recover you have jesus gave us all the power he give that i would give uh, we give away our power to live in victory, health, and success. I mean, like, we give away too much power to people. We try to please this person and please that person. When that, make, that person makes you mad, you I can't believe this person. Honey, go on by. Look, I learned this a long time ago. When I had left my kids, that I couldn't stand him for nothing in this world. If I could have killed him, I would have. I'm not going to say anything like this. If I had just saying, just being realistic, just being honest. But as time went on, there was time when I was like, I couldn't even look him in the face. And I was blaming others. I said, because of him, that's why we in this situation. It's because of him, that's why my kids act like this. is because of him, blah, blah, whatever. I was blaming everybody. Blame my parents. I blamed everybody. But then I said, you know what? I have the power to forgive. I forgive them. I had the power to recover. It took me time to took me years to recover, but I recovered, and I had the power to overcome anything. 
that it means even though no matter what they say, I overcame it. Even no matter, oh, she be back. No, she won't. Oh, she can't do this. I'm doing it. Oh, she can't make it. I'm making it. You know, I have the power to overcome anything. So when we start blaming others, we start blaming others. We give away that power to them. When we start blaming other people, we give that power to them. No, take your power back from them people. We ain't got time for all that. We don't have time for all that. Forgive them, recover, and overcome. Number seven. In the darkest of time, God presents his most stunning performance. Expect God to show up. That is so true. In the darkest time, when you in the last, in the last hour, God comes in and he do his most stunning performance. Expect God to show up. That is so true. When you ain't get when you down to nothing. And you like, God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You ain't saying nothing. What's gonna happen? And God be like, I ain't, I'm, I ain't gonna say nothing. I just wanna see you trust me. I want, oh Lord, have mercy. It's been some time where I didn't think God was gonna show up. When we was in that, mm, we was in the hotel. We was in the hotel, and um, there are days, this thing about, about to bring tears to my eyes, where it was like, I didn't think how I was going to, where we was going to stay. So they said, wait, you don't pay your rent by this, then you have to leave. I'm going to ask some people to help me. Ask some people to like, can they just let me borrow until I get paid? Because that's when I got paid on that day. Nothing. Nobody said nothing. Nobody did nothing. I was like, why, God? Why are you allowing this to happen? So I told my kids with tears in my eyes, we just going to sleep in the car tonight. What are we going to do? What are we going to eat? What are we going to, you know. And I could just see their face, like, with disappointment. Like, and then I'm mad at myself because it's like, how could I allow this to happen? If I had a, a day daddy would pay tax for honey, I'd be rich. Or if I had a just did X, Y, Z, which we can't control everything that goes on. You know, I'm just saying if I had a good man, they had a, if they had a good daddy that would do X, Y, Z, maybe I would be in this situation, you know? You know, I just kept going on, just blaming myself. Then right at the last moment, somebody came through and paid it. At the last moment, I was like, oh God, I don't know what we're gonna do. Just like, I got it. Um, I'm gonna pay it for you. At the last moment. There have been times where I didn't know how I was gonna pay my light bill. It was oh, it's something so I can tell you when God just show up and show out. Um, I remember we was at the shelter and for Hurricane Harvey, you know, by this time it was like all these little small shelters were starting to close. And the shelter we were there was about to close. I was like, God, what are we gonna do? I mean, you know, and this lady who got sent across our path was like, Oh yeah, I can come stay with us. I was like, I'm tired of staying with the folks. I was like, that was, that was what I was saying. I was like, I'm tired of staying with other folks. I don't know what to do, God. I was like, okay. But then I, you know, like, I don't know what to do. And she said, all else fell, you would not go down to the Georgia Brown Convention Center. That's what she was saying. If I didn't find a place. She said, 
all else fits. If it does not work out, you will not go to Georgia, bro. So get your dinner. Y'all will come stay with me and my husband. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, it's fine, you know. It is what it is. That's all I was saying. It is what it is. Until then, so be it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Eventually, I got up that morning, that Friday morning, I'll never forget. My, did my, I don't think my son went to school that day. Or did he? I'm trying to think. Can't remember if he did, but I don't know if he did. Didn't go that morning because he was, he had a seizure. I don't know what it was. Maybe he did go to school. I don't think he did. I don't, I can't remember. I, I just can't remember. So, that's a shame. I can't remember. So, I said, okay, God, we're going to go find us a place, right? Jesus ain't said nothing. Say, we're going to go find, so I put in my mind, I'm going to go find us a place. I don't care what it is. My idea was to have a three-bedroom, two-bath. That's what I want, God. But then I was like, I just, whatever, whatever it is, I'm going to do what I got to do. So we went, and I was like, okay. Went to this apartment, and I was like, I ain't these apartments like this apartment that I used to stay in. I was like thinking, maybe God's taking me back. Because I didn't learn something back then. Maybe God's showing me, like, I need you to do this. Because you didn't learn what you were supposed to learn back then. So, and I was like, everything everything in here reminds me of the apartment when I left that day. Everything in here. Only thing is that the washing dryer is outside. And, um, you know, have a, it's like a longer hallway. Everything else is identical. Identical to the T. Um, so I was like, okay. But I didn't say nothing, so I went. And they said, you like it? I was like, yeah, I like it. But I said, I want a three-bedroom. I said, yeah, I got a three-bedroom. She said, no, it's only one two-bedroom. By this time, my kids were not even. I was like, okay, the boys can share room. Me and Trish can share room. And like I got a man, I can get two pennies. But my priority was to make sure we had something to stay. So I was like, okay, we can go. She was like, well, um, we need where you stay. And I was like, oh, here we go. And that's me being hard on myself. I was like, here we go with this. I said, well, I've been staying in the hotel for three and a half years. And then she's like, do you have the receipts and stuff like that? I said, no, but I can have them email it to you. She looked at my check stubs or whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know what? And then she said, well, you see, I see that you have a broken lease. I said, here we go. Here we go. Be <laughs> second guy. I was like, you know what? Forget it. Maybe it's not meant for me to move here. Then she was like, um, she kept looking over the sheet to go talk to somebody. I was like, you know what? And then the lady that was with us was from, you know, from the shelter. She was like, oh, we'll help her. We'll pay for the, the we just need to know how much it was. We'll pay for the deposit first two months, and blah, 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 whatever. Well, the deposit, that's what she was saying. She said, we'll pay for the deposit. And I was like, okay. So the lady came and she said, well, you approved. Just like that. I said, what? She said, yeah, we, even though this broken lease is right here, it's going to fall off, which I didn't know. She said, broken lease fall off your credit. She said, it'll fall off at, um, you will be able to come in Saturday and sign your lease and you move in. I was like, today was Friday. So I went to work Friday because I worked at the after school before the after school. I was like, so went to work. I'm so happy. Told my kids, I'm like, where we going to go? And I was telling them, I don't know where we going to go. But the only person that knew that we had a place was JJ. That was the only person. The other ones didn't know because I think he was with me that day. I can't remember, but I think he was. So went on and that Saturday, 
um, um, did what we had to do. They, the, the, the place we was at the shelter, pay for deposit, pay for, even pay too much rent, and which I was not even expecting. So the people paid too much rent. They, um, the people was quiet. They didn't want us to go because we were so respectful. My kids were so respectful and nice. Um, they didn't want us to go, <laughs> whatever. But they was happy that we found somewhere to go. Um, they, they helped me get furniture. Only thing that I had to buy for this apartment, no lie, was just um, a living room set and a washing dryer. That's the only thing I had to ever buy. Everybody else was, everything else in here was given to us. It was blessed to us. Um, I moved in here. They gave, they filled my pantry up to the teeth. Didn't have to worry about food for a good minute because they made sure me and my kids had food. Uh, when it came time for Christmas, they blessed me with uh, money to be able to buy them stuff for Christmas. Uh, they helped me get a Christmas tree. I mean, it was just so much stuff to where that was like, even though it was not like the darkest hour or whatever, but that was the darkest time for me. But God did his most stunning. Because I ain't no way I have never seen it. I knew it was God the whole entire way. So I got to check out the form. I got to prove that they came that Saturday. Signed the lease. Signed the lease Saturday at 12 something. I remember. And this lady, she rent me a car until she was able. Then later on, maybe like two or three weeks later, she brought blessed me with a car. She brought me a cash car. And I was like so grateful and thankful for that because it was nobody. Every, the whole time, time, it was just God through the whole time. She would come over here and be like, here you go. This bless me. This bless my kids. This bless me and my kids. Here you go. Don't worry about it. Or whatever. And to this day, we still talk because I will never forget what that lady has done for me and my kids. Never will ever forget because I know it was God orchestrated that. Sometimes you have to just be grateful and thankful. Yes, does it. Yes, it hurts when, you know, you get the doctor's out. You're like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. God will show them to blow your mind. Right now, I'm expecting God to do some things for me and my kids. I'm just waiting. But I know he's going to show up and show out. And he's going to let people know who thought they, they counted me out. They said, oh, she can't make it last. You know, all this type of stuff. He's going to let them know. I got her. I had her for the moment she hit this earth. From the moment she was in her mama's stomach, and when she came, even though y'all said she couldn't make it, I got her. I got her when the day she got to you, so it was in 2014, and I still got it in 2023. So I just want y'all to know that this is expect God to show up. When you feel like you had no other option, God was like, He gonna show up and He gonna give you more than what you even asked for. So today, just know, even though we are living in our scary times, even though you do, I don't watch the news because it's so depressing. Even though we living in all of this world, what's going on, just know that you have the authority over everything. You have the authority over the enemy. Don't let the enemy push you around today. Know who you are in Christ. Know that you have the authority to push the enemy. Don't let him push you. You push him. You don't have the enemy have you playing like a little puppy. <laughs> okay, she happy now. Let me, let me do this to her. Now she all sat in the prison. And then she, no, tell, tell him to get the, get the hell out of the way and go back to the pits of hell. Tell him because you have the authority. You have the authority. Because God, why? Because God said, I gave you the authority. If God took the key from the enemy. Who do you think God, the enemy is more scared of us? We are scared of him. He is more scared of us because God has implanted so much in us and he knows that we can what we can do. So when the enemy starts playing with you and trying to throw you out straight, just, just let you know that you are most close to your blessing. You almost there. And don't try to let nothing throw you off your course. Why? Because 
I do that to myself sometimes. I be like, oh, Lord have mercy. Every time I look up, there's just so much stuff going outside. We must about to be getting blessed. And then I do, you know, whatever. But just know that you have the authority and receive God peace, not this world peace. Because this world peace is only temporary. You don't want no temporary peace. You want God peace always and forever. Say, God, thank you for Jehovah Salaam. He's the Father of peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Just know that. Don't do this world peace because this world peace has you screwed up from the flow up. And remember that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So he said, do not fear. Why? Because I'm giving you power, love, and a sound mind. Tell the enemy to get the hell on. Get out your mind. Get out your thought process. Whatever the case may be, just know that you have power, love, and a sound mind. And today, take your daily prescription as your new prescription. Read Psalms 91. No evil shall befall you, nor any disaster or plot can out your tent. All this stuff that's going on, it will not come down my household. All this what's going on, it will not come down my kids. All this stuff that's going on in this world, it will not come down me. Why? Because I took a dose of Psalms 91. Read the whole chapter. It will bless you like it blessed me. And just know love conquers all. All. Love conquers all. Stop giving people away. Stop giving people power to them. Stop blaming people because you're giving away your power to them. Stop that. Stop blaming what, what your mama didn't do when she was had you with it, whatever. But I've done that too. Forgive them, recover, and overcome. That's the word today. Forgive them, overcome, and recover. And just know at your darkest time, that's when God does his most stunning performance. When you down, you like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. When you down in the out, and you're like, God, I got nothing. I ain't got nothing to do. I don't have no money. I don't know what me and my kids gonna eat. What we gonna stay? I don't know nothing. God, that's when that's when you need to expect God to show up and show out. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have a marvelous and wonderful Friday. Until next time, y'all be blessed.